So, check it. Check it out. Check it out. There's a couple things I want to talk about at the start here. I have watched a bunch of TV. Congrats. Thanks. I have watched Queer Eye season five. Oh. Which is amazing. You would. <laughs> I I love Queer Eye. I genuinely think. I think I'd like it too if I got into it. You should, dude. Honestly, I could not urge you more. Strongly. If you're not going to go to therapy, <laughs> watch, watch Queer Eye. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And I would say start with like season two because I think it takes a while for some of the most impactful stuff is is like not just the transformations and some episodes are better than others, but what Karamo is able to do as the show progresses and how he like helps people get over their trauma and stuff is very impactful. Anyway, I, I personally think that with Queer Eye, it, it should be like mandatory viewing. I'm not kidding for, for like the culture, for anyone that lives within our culture. I'm just saying it's, it's amazing. It's amazing what they do and the kind of urging for a positive outlook and, and view on personal health or, uh, self-love you know yeah it's there's nothing like that show and i i'm gonna be really sad when they when they end was it season five or season six i can't remember i think it was season six or season five okay anyway i watched queer eye and then i i also watched uh all of how i met your father season two the hillary duff version yeah how is that (laughs) uh actually really good really yeah um i think i talked about season one and it was short. It was like 10 episodes. They they doubled it this time and they split it into halves a lot like what they're doing with The Witcher where they release part of it and then they release the second part of it later. But dude, honestly, the show I think has really hit its stride and it's a sitcom, but it, you know, if you're used to sitcoms and stuff and you like sitcoms, I think, and you liked How I Met Your Mother, like the characters are there, the writing's there. It's a good cast. It's uh, just, it's a fun show. Yeah. I watched I Think You Should Leave. Well, I watched I Think You Should Leave. Yeah? I Think You Should Leave is like, that show just, it's, it's, I can, I can eat it like little bite-sized portions. Well, tapas. I'm glad that the episodes are only 15 minutes because I like just the skits by themselves. Yeah. As like a meme when I come across them on Instagram. But watching it back to back to back to back on like a 15 minute episode is overwhelming for me. It's a lot of It's so stressful. Overload, yeah. It's so stressful. I get fucking stressed. <laughs> I wanted to say really quick, Allie and I watched the HBO show Love and Death, which was the Elizabeth Olsen... Jesse Plemons? Jesse Plemons show. Did it have both love and death? It did. So Love and Death is about... Mm-hmm. It's like, I think it's six or seven episodes long. It's about Candy Montgomery that around 1979 to 1980, there's this famous murder. These housewives get in a quarrel and one housewife kind of murders the other one and she was having an affair with that person's husband, but it was over by when that happened. There's a whole thing. And it's an actual thing that happened and there's been multiple iterations of this story. One of them was like a year or two ago with Jessica Biel and it was called Candy. Is that the same story? It's the same story. Wow. And then HBO was like, hey, we're going to do it, but better with Elizabeth Olsen and Jesse Plemons. Rule of twos, huh? It was weird. It was like Twister and the other one. <laughs> deep Impact. Yeah. Or, no, no, Deep Impact and, and Armageddon. Yeah. Just, yeah, exactly like or that. Or There Will Be Blood and I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> no called? Country for Old Men. No Country for Old yeah. Men. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's it's that whole thing. Um, and it was like it was good. It was well done, and there were interesting aspects to it, and the acting was really good. I just personally felt like it was missing something. More Elizabeth. <laughs> no, honestly, she was the best part about the show. She she really did a good job acting. I would I would highly recommend it. Like if you want to see her do something really good acting wise, that that's a good show to watch. Did she do it? <laughs> Steven, did she do it? <laughs> but today But she did do, did she do the murder? Alright, come on. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> uh, uh, no, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh yeah, she did it. She killed oh, okay. she killed okay. the woman. Good to know. Who was played by the the woman from uh the Ryan Murphy stuff. Oh, Lily Rabe. Yeah. Lily Rabe? Yeah, Lily Rabe. Cool. Okay, but what we're here to talk about today is one of the craziest premises I've seen for a show. Let me tell you. Paint me a picture. I'm going to paint you a little pic. What's this show called, Steven? The show is called Jury Duty, and it's on Amazon Freebie, which you might be wondering. What is that? What's that? And, and that's because it doesn't really matter because if you have Amazon Prime, you have Amazon Freebie. Amazon Freebie is just like a free channel for streaming for Amazon, and it's strange, and it doesn't really matter because it's like got one good show, and this is it. This so is you the can watch it show. without Prime, though. Is what you're Yeesh, saying. with commercials. Cool. Yeah, I think it's a commercial ad-centric streaming service. So this is the show. Okay. And it's and I know I, nothing about this for the record. Yeah, you don't know anything about this. But I'm gonna. I watched it with Allie, and and she freaking loved it. She thought it was hilarious. Really? Yeah. You know, she she. I don't think I've ever heard her laugh more than watching this show. What? It's for real. So there's a guy who thinks he's in jury duty, and he's being picked for jury duty. But what's really happening is he's in a reality show that is where everyone that he interacts with and everything that happens, they're actors, and he's not an actor. It's scripted, except for him. No. Oh, it's improvisational. Kind. It's ha- it's like. The, the ideas and the situations are like scripted, but there's a lot of improv that the actors have to run through. So this person is named Ronald Gladden, and he is like just the most generic white guy you'll ever meet. But he's like also, and this is the show that it kind of becomes the anthem and the theme of the show. He's like the nicest person ever. Like you couldn't have found like a, a nicer guy. <laughs> so anyway, he's in jury duty all the people that are in jury duty are are paid actors. Some of them look like slightly recognizable, like they were like C-list actors or something, background actors. Like this guy, his name's Kirk Fox in real life. He was like in Parks and Recreation and stuff, like that guy with the mustache. See him? Like he's Kirk one Fox. of the characters, like in the show, because he's an actual, in real life, he's an actor. But he plays, he's playing a character that to Ronald, he thinks is this person that he's meeting in real life jury duty. Does that make sense? Right. It almost sounds like a premise for a show about a show of a guy that's in jury duty that's is in actually a reality show, like Truman Show or something, but it's not like that. Like this is an actual show that where they took a real life person named Ronald and put him in a reality show where he thinks he's in jury duty and everybody's paid actors. One of the paid actors is an actual actor, James Marsden, and he's playing um a hyperbolized version of himself. What? And it is fucking hilarious. Like what happens in the show, he like becomes friends with James Marsden. 
Is James one of the other jurors? Yeah, but but in actual, he doesn't even make the jury. He's he's a standby juror, <laughs> and they all at a certain point they all become sequestered. So they all have to go live at a hotel with each other until the case is over which oh for like two God. weeks. This sounds amazing. And so it's all insular. It's freaking hilarious. So we're talking man. hidden cameras here. With that question, I'm going to pause for a song. <laughs> pause. Pause. And the song we're going to hear today is going to be none other than a song that Gabe is going to announce. Re- ready? You go. You go. Let's go with Easy Lover. Philip Bailey and Phil Collins. <laughs> We're sticking with that. All right, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Thanks for that, Gabe. Great, great recommendation. I got a heck of a backlog, Stephen. That's true. <laughs> so, what was the question that you asked? So, me? we're talking hidden cameras. Yes, hidden cameras. We're talking they built a, a place to look like a jury duty. Have you ever been a jury duty person? Yeah, I, I did it like a year ago. Or two years ago. I did oh, two. that's right. Early 21. I think I remember you yeah. telling me about that. We were working together. The, the case time. was a shoe in. Yeah. It did was. You, did you wait? Were you selected? Yeah. No, you weren't. I was one of the 12. No, you were not. I told you all about the case. I broke NDA for you. I mean, I didn't break. I told you after it was. It was uh, no, you didn't. He was indicted. You weren't selected for the jury. I was. I was one of the 12. I was one of the 12 angry men. You went through the whole thing and you were selected for the jury? Every. Wait, you. Part of the thing. Okay, I thought I'd be shocking your I mind. Even, and I now even, you're shocking my mind. I spoke my mind. You're blowing my mind. It, but it's funny because we're like, quick anecdote. It was for sure, it's, he's guilty. Like, <laughs> the case in a nutshell was he had like, 
guns and drugs in his back seat, and the case was like, are these your guns and drugs? <laughs> All 12 and jurors. Why do they need a jury for that? Why? Because it... it's just formality, I guess. It's not, though. Not for something that like small, like close close case. I think there was there what was, was his what was his defense? Uh, it, they were not mine. <laughs> I don't know. There was there was an extenuating friends, guns and drugs. <laughs> I can't remember what there was some kind of uh, qualification or extenu- extenuating circumstance which made it like uh, a case extenuating. But all twelve jurors we got in the room within thirty minutes. We're like, yeah, he's guilty, <laughs> and we just left. I mean, we gave him our decision. Have you ever seen 12 Angry Men? Uh, not the whole film. No. I just watched it for the first time, uh, like maybe two months ago. Amazing. Amazing movie. Like I, I, it like almost like changed my whole perspective and worldview on judgment, hmm. like and judging others. Yeah. Really interesting. It's a pretty impactful film. It's a very impactful film. It should, I, it should never be remade. I actually just watched a little, a little bit of it earlier today because I watched... Uh, there's a YouTube channel called Red Letter Media, and they were reviewing Oppenheimer, and they were lampooning the courtroom scene of Oppenheimer because the whole of Oppenheimer, the score is playing. Yeah. So they took the Ludwig score and they played it over Twelve Angry Men, and it's just like <laughs> the most hilarious thing. But yeah, it's an incredible piece of cinematic history. All that to say, it's considered one of the best movies ever made. I think. Yeah. And I think it's because of not just the way it was made and portrayed. Uh, all these characters in basically in one location the whole time, but also for the values that the movie holds and and the I, I it's on it's honestly kind of timeless. Anyway, Ronald, the character of this show, the Jury Duty show, the actual person named Ronald Gladden, he has those same values. Like, like he doesn't want to just not you know. He doesn't want to just write somebody off. And right. he and he treats everybody that he's interacting with with a lot of respect. Wow. And um care and like like TLC. Like at at some point there's this weird, like weird ass character that like they created to be like out over the top, like insane. Like he's this like young tech guy inventor who like never he reminded me a lot of like Belle's dad in Beauty and the Beast, like who just like all of his inventions go awry and <laughs> um, he's like super strange, like Dwight from the office. And he, he, but he's this person in real life, this like young, like mid twenties white kid. But Ronald like listens to him, hears him out. He like shows him a bug's life. What? Trying to like help him, like encourage him to keep doing what he's doing. Like being an inventor, like techie kid, because the character in the lead character in Bugs Life, Flick, is like this inventor who's misunderstood, and he was trying to like help him. He so Ronald ends up being like this the nicest guy, and the runners of the show. So in the, in the last episode, they like pull the, the curtain back, and it shows like that the producers were like in the other room the whole time, and they're like talking in the ears of people and like telling people to like abandon this idea or don't say this thing or say this thing instead, you know, like. It was like a big, you know, Jamie Kennedy experiment kind of thing. Like genius though. Like I would kill to see a season two with like a whole different crew of people. But um, they put this poor guy who didn't know he was in a reality show through the ringer. Like through so much weird stuff. (laughs) So much weird stuff. What was the case? Oh, that was another thing is like they made up some weird case and like made it like ridiculous. Really? Yes. Insane. It was like... um, 
a guy shows up on dr- drugs or high or something and walks into work and like ruins like uh, like a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of material uh it was for like a fashion company and oh. like he like ruined all this stuff and they end up like going out to the site and looking at everything and really? like identifying yeah and they like left like fake clues and stuff around and and they had all the, they have all this blocking and all this stuff that go on that they they want Ronald they're like trying to lead Ronald in a specific direction it felt like hunger games or something like you're <laughs> watching like what is happening and all the meanwhile like mars james marsden's there he's not even part of the, the actual 12 uh, jury but he's like there as a substitute but he's there the whole time sequestered with them yeah and um i think you have to have one or two of those in case you yeah have to dude have. it's so it's so funny and so so he like you know he's like oh you you were in the x-men movies and and then he he's so like, he is you, playing he's like, james you were in sonic the hedgehog oh yeah yeah and he's like you're in sonic the hedgehog and james is like yeah sonic yeah i was in that ronald goes i heard that wasn't very good <laughs> And then James is like, oh, uh, you know, it's not for everybody, but I, I liked it, you know, whatever. And then he goes back, he goes home and watch, watches Sonic the Hedgehog because he just met James Marsden that day. This is before they were sequestered and comes back the next day. He's like, I watched Sonic the Hedgehog. It was awesome. And James is like, thank you. Like, and so anyway, he plays this characterized version of himself. Oh, my God. But now that the show's over and, and they lifted the curtain and he like realized he was in a reality show and... All the people that were playing characters all came out and were like, hey, we're all actors, but we're not that good of actors. Like, you you were getting to know kind of dramatized versions of us, but, like, we're still the same people underneath, but we, we have different names, and they all told them each other's, like, their real names, and he, his mind is just blown, and, and you know, James Marsden, like, he's friends with James Marsden now in real life, like, <laughs> he's friends with all these people who are all these, like, you know, actors and it's it's wild. It's a wild premise, but I it was so it was so fun to watch. Wow. Um, so how long is it? It's like it's it's eight episodes, I think, and and the eighth episode is like the big like you're in a, sh- in you're in a show. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was like being it was like being in the Truman Show. Like you know how I'm always saying it feels like I'm taking crazy pills, and I feel like <laughs> I'm in a Truman Show. It feels like any day now they're gonna any pull day the now curtain. they're gonna pull back the curtain and like hey you've been in a show your whole life. You've been in a show, you wow. know. Yeah, it's what pretty, a trip! It's a wild. What a night, like ingenious oh, concept. And I should say the the reason is so that he knows because there's actual a camera crew there, so it's not just hidden cameras the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should have I should have said that, but they they tell him that it's this judge's last trial, this famous like judge. He's like he's like retiring judge, and so they want to film it as like a documentary about his last trial. And the judge is also an actor. Yeah, the judge is an actor, but he—I he, think he had some sort of history of being a lawyer or something. That sounds incredible. It was very, very well done, very well done, and I would recommend it to literally everyone. Any <laughs> anyone that wants to have a good time, that wants something new and innovative, go watch the show. I'm sorry for spoiling it, but go watch the show. It's super great. Sounds like it's about the journey, Stephen. Oh, it's also—I should say—it's kind of shot like The Office. And it plays a lot like The Office, where they have they actually have talking heads the whole time. What? I forgot that part. No way. Yeah, so he he's in talking heads with the other people who are actors, and they're like talking to each other, like just like The Office. So that's the other thing about it is it plays like The Office, but it's it's a reality show. It's it's just wild. Does, does, does Ronald ever address the camera? 
Yeah. Wow. Because he knows he's being filmed. Right. I, I should have said I should have said that from the outset, but I didn't. Okay. Anyway. I get the context. Now. Yeah, yeah. That's that's incredible. It's really really good. I think I'm gonna go watch that. <laughs> I'd be shocked if he did, because every time I recommend a show that you've never seen, you never watch it. <laughs> yeah, but this sounds like I never watch reality TV, but yeah. this sounds extraordinary. This is like the one exception. Because jury duty is honestly, even before you get to this kind of a thing, it's pretty fascinating. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's an interesting social experiment. Uh, anyway, uh, right at the end here, I have no idea what song we're gonna play. Does it have a theme? I think so. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll find. We'll just it. play a Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> song yeah here you go <laughs> let my heart and my soul 